Hey everybody, welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Darius. Y- you you want it? I'm Jan. I'm Dylan. And on Trek to the Holodeck, we are doing the hard work of ranking every single episode in Star Trek history that has the holodeck in it. Yeah, and you might be asking, if you've never seen an episode of Star Trek, what the fuck is the holodeck? Uh, it's basically like like a VR thing or like a holographic video games. You walk into a room and then you're somewhere else. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And you're probably also asking, what the fuck are you judging these episodes on? And we've come up with the perfect system that we like to call the D-R-A-S-C-S. And it's dialogue, <laughs> romance, action, suspense, camp, and stakes. Try saying that again. Uh, and you might wonder, what the fuck qualifies as a holodeck episode? And our our, our highly scientific system has come to the conclusion that it's any episode that has any little bit of the holodeck even if people are just like standing in it and doing nothing that counts <laughs> if they like walk past it and the door opens <laughs> and they look and inside. Just see the holodeck <laughs> it counts and you also might be asking what the fuck episode are you guys doing this week and the episode we're doing this week is the Icarus Factor from The Next Generation Season 2, Episode 14, originally aired April 24th, 1989. And you probably have one final question, and it's probably <laughs> like, what the fuck is next? And I'll tell you what's next. Trek to the, ho- to the, to the holiday. holiday! I believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Are, are we gonna? I think that's Quentin it. Quentin Tarantino, this movie and just this episode, <laughs> and just do a billion f bombs. <laughs> yes, that's that's absolutely gonna happen. Oh, sweet Christ. So, yeah, this was uh, apparently the 39th episode of The Next Generation. Pretty fresh. Still in the 80s. We still got it. They're still wearing the the, the uniform with the... the, Little whips. The the lines on the shoulders. Yeah. (laughs) And Riker's still skinny. Like, not that he ever gets to be fat Riker, but he's still, like, drank enough yet. fit Riker. Yeah. He's He's not, like, daddy Riker. He's, like, (laughs) boyfriend Riker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's grown the beard, so he's not, like, freshly shaven Riker anymore. Yeah, babyface Riker is wild. Really a wild sight. Uh, This episode was written by David Asiel. 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 And it was his only episode. if you're listening, just let us know how to say your last name. Yeah. 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 Yeah, We would love to have you on (laughs) and talk about your one episode that you wrote. This masterpiece. uh, It's not shocking that this was the only episode that he wrote. I hope he's doing well. Um, <laughs> Jesus! No, I do. I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean. I just. I hope he's doing good. You know. Uh, I hope he didn't get fired and they're then just like tanked from there. The uh, episode was uh, directed by Robert Iscove. Man, this is wild. Who Robert Iscove is? Only episode. He was, he was, yeah, it's his only episode. It's the only episode. So like the writer and the director only had one episode. But yeah, like Yama was just saying, Robert Iscove was the choreographer for. Jesus Christ Superstar what and the fuck? for From Justin to Kelly, nominated for a Razzie for <gasps> Worst Director for that movie. Holy yeah, he directed shit. from Justin to Kelly. Dude, that's wild. So the guy who did this episode, which I'm sure we uh, all have a lot of really positive things to say about, <laughs> also did, made one of the worst movies of all time. But he also choreographed Jesus Christ Superstar. Jesus Christ Superstar. Superstar. Jesus Christ On Superstar so. Maybe the oh, movie. I, I, I would the assume movie, the, movie, yeah. Yeah, the movie, yeah, from the okay. 70s. I was like, I mean, or did he just choreograph like a local theater production of Jesus Christ Superstar and he decided to put that on his resume? <laughs> They're like, fucking great. We got this, this guy. fucking incredible script from David Asile. <laughs> we got to find Asale. the best guy. It TV directing is really wild because it's kind of just a crapshoot. Like people are usually just like, hey, man, like, 
you've done some kind of performance stuff before, right? Do you want to direct an episode of TV? And everybody's like, of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of sure, course. of course, absolutely. <laughs> I get free crafty, and I just have to work with the actors. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> the set's already done. They don't have to make any choices. I don't have to talk to the camera guy at all. Awesome. So my favorite part, the guest star shout out, Mitchell Ryan plays Kyle Riker. Woo! Daddy Riker. Daddy Riker. <laughs> <laughs> Who apparently was a contender for the role of Jean-Luc Picard. And, Interesting. You know, no, no offense at all to Mitchell Ryan, but like it would have to have been a very differently written Picard. That would have been weird. a completely different show, for sure. Yeah. yeah. He sounds like alcoholic Picard is what he looks like. Like yeah. he drinks a little bit too much, but is good at his job, you know. Yeah, he feels like an '80s sitcom dad or something. Or yeah, he also just... felt like he was missing a mustache. Like he should. Yeah, where the mustache. fuck was his mustache? <laughs> but it wasn't there. <laughs> well, the, you know, this is the remastered version, so they CGI'd gotcha. the mustache oh, out, like in good, Justice good, good, League. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Robert Iscove had his hands on it in the remaster, <laughs> and he's like, I, the mustache was a bad idea when I first did it, so now let's just yeah. take it out. Let's take it out. I think, I think now that the mustache is gone, this is a good episode of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> the music was done by Ron Jones. Ron Jones? This really felt like an episode that like they had, and they were like, all right, guys, everybody take a week off. We're going to give it to these people. <laughs> <laughs> This really, the actors still have to do it, though. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. yeah. This course, really is one of the episodes that they threw in there because they needed to do, what, 24 episodes? Like, they needed yeah. to fill space. Yeah. So they just... A billion percent. Yeah. Because, <laughs> oh, God. It's a wild one. <laughs> True wild well, one. A, a thing I'll note, too, uh, when I was reading about this episode, is that Roddenberry was, had, still had his fingers. Uh, he was still alive at this point. Yeah. So he was very involved. <laughs> he still had his creatively. fingers moving. Uh, his fingers were moving. Part of him was moving, <laughs> <laughs> and and he kept pointing those fingers. Yeah. Uh, They'd go um, into his deathbed and be like, "All right, um, uh, do you want Riker to be like this? Move your finger twice." <laughs> so sorry. So anger. Uh, so excuse me. Roddenberry with his fingers was signaling he was. <laughs> Doing Morse code, saying that there should be no anger in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why nothing happens here. Like, it's a human drama story where there's nobody's allowed to actually have emotional There's no blow up. Yeah, there's no confrontation. It's one of those moments where Gene Roddenberry's uh, golden rule of no like, human humanity conflict. has moved past conflict just... The writers didn't rise to the occasion on it to find no, something. No. Like they tried to still write conflict, but it wasn't well, they, there. Like yeah, they, was, they actually failed completely the test. Yeah, because like yeah. instead of actually talking about things, they they didn't, and then they had a fight. <laughs> a fight. Yeah. yeah, that was their workaround <laughs> for like, oh, they can't really get in an argument, so let's <sighs> have them uh, put Literally motocross fight. things on and sling <laughs> and fling blades at each other. Everything that Riker's saying in the, like the dialogue of the writing, like, is very obviously like we want him to 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 have conflict, daddy issues, but it's not there. Like the it's absent in the writing. But then uh, Jonathan Frakes, Johnny the Frakes. actor, definitely throws conflict into it because I'm guessing John uh, Frakes as the actor was like, I don't know how to act this without having some sort Anger. of conflict. Cause like there's yeah. nothing there for the person. actor. Like, this is yeah. all conflict. That's what, yeah, that's what this episode is. Also, meanwhile, during this episode, Worf is yelling at everybody. Love it. Okay. Okay. Get, you, get, we gonna... get around, you get around that because it's not human to human conflict. Like you're allowed yeah, to have alien exactly. to human conflict. That's fine. Exactly. That's yelling how they get around it. I love it. He like he should be reprimanded. We'll get to it. I love let's, it. Let's start. Let's, let's start with. Say, I let's, guess let's jump start in. into yeah. the synopsis. Um, this episode starts out with. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. remember. It, <laughs> it, it's it's him and Riker. The Icarus factor is not good. <laughs> okay, it starts out with Picard and Riker talking about some bullshit, and it's it's really not Does even it? important. Yeah, they're talking about like. Um, oh yeah, just He's some like, space. Picard's stuff. like jerking around Riker. He's like, "Hey, um, maybe you should <laughs> yeah, like yeah. go to this meeting, and then you should go to the transporter." Yeah, thing. well, because he knows. And he's like, oh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay, yeah. so they're on the bridge, 
and something happens. I don't remember that. So, but then I remember happens. I remember Picard being like, uh, Riker, can I see you when you're done doing whatever you're doing uh, in the observation deck? And then like it cuts to the observation deck and Picard's sitting there with his back to the door and Riker walks in and then Picard's just like, I was just reminiscing on a certain first officer's first day on the ship and <laughs> how they they masterfully like parked the ship or like docked the ship manually. And I was From a little tough on them. Point. Yeah. <laughs> this episode and, actually starts in the engine room. Right. And yep. it's Jordy yep. and Data and Riker and Picard all yep. being like, oh, this is fucked or broken or whatever. We're going to go to this. this there's um, nothing wrong with it, but there's a little blip. Yeah, there's a on. blip. And they're like, we're going to go to the station. And Jordy's like, no, we can take care of it. Please, I don't want to do this. He's like, we could all use some shore leave or whatever. We could all use a little break. But really what it is, is right is Picard is like setting up. They have to go. It, it, it doesn't matter about the, the fixing it. That's just the reason to go there. But it's mm-hmm. a surprise for Riker, and it ends up being that Riker's gotten picked to become his <laughs> to become a captain and have his own command. Yeah, I love that. Like the the way Picard surprises He's Riker such an is by is by telling him like, "Hey, remember when I was a huge asshole to you, <laughs> and I was unresolved? My bad. My bad. By the way, you have a ship now. Yeah." <laughs> I love that Picard knows that it's his dad that's coming and he's keeping it a secret. And then when he says like he gets called to the transporter bay, Picard's like, enjoy. And it like holds on the (laughs) shot of Picard just sitting there. (laughs) You can tell he's like, this is going to be bad. This is going to be rough. This episode right before that, it held a little too long on Jordy in the engine room. That's that is a staple of TNG for me. Shots that hang around just a little too long. Just a little too long. <laughs> Sometimes I like it because it's like, what's what's he thinking? Yeah. What's going on in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But in this time, in this time, it's it's just the the beta crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the backup crew because <laughs> the main the actual crew for TNG is on shore leave. <laughs> just like held too long, and the the backup editor is oh like, when do they cut usually? I will be uh, here. Well, yeah. So essentially, this whole episode is. It, Riker getting his own command is just a ploy for his father to come on board to like yep. work out his dad shit. Because yeah. his dad left when he was like a teenager. Um, and Riker's like, not about that. He's like, no, fuck yeah, you, dad. Riker's like, hey, your mom died and you just ran away, which <laughs> is a, you know, I, I get how that would be pretty annoying. <laughs> we cut to the, yeah, we cut to the transporter room and he transports in and Riker's like, what the, f-? like, the look on Riker's face is like, what the fuck? What are you doing here? Like, and I think he even says, what are you doing? Dad. Yeah. And the, yeah. And then his dad, Kyle Riker is just like, it was meant to be a surprise. Surprise. Like I asked Picard not to say anything. Riker's like, and you bitch. Then Riker's like, we haven't seen each other in 15 years. Uh, it's not yeah. a really surprise. What like, the fuck, man? <laughs> and then there's uh, the, the B storyline or C storyline, whatever the fuck it is, is. Or in the case of our show, the A storyline. Yeah, sorry. The, the, the best storyline story on this episode is uh Worf is being cranky as fuck and <laughs> so <laughs> Wesley comes running around the corner like Classic a Wesley. child cuz he is a child he's still and a he child. comes running around the corner and he's just like in in this moment he is the m- most annoying that Wesley can be mm-hmm. and in this yeah, moment Robert Isco was like hey Will uh, I need you to just be the worst ever yeah they <laughs> and did I this like it. five times I love it. <laughs> And they were like, not enough. Just really just crank it up. (laughs) Wesley's the most annoying he can be. And Worf is the most pissed off he can be. And so it's it's just, it's not a good combination. Wesley comes running around the corner. He's like, hey, Commander Worf, have you heard? Riker got his own ship. He's going to be a captain. That's great, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) And Worf's just like, fuck off. What are you doing? (laughs) He's like, me? Of all people? I will say that it's interesting how often Worf and Wesley are paired yeah. because it's a, in Manhunt they they hang out too. I think it's it, it's a classic Alexander Worf yeah. situation where it's like yeah, annoying right. kid, grumpy old man. Like that's a they classic replaced, pairing. They replaced Wesley with Alexander. Yeah. Once Wesley wasn't the annoying kid anymore. It's truly incredible. I love it so um, much. 
that whole thing happens. Worf basically tells Wesley to fuck off. And then Wesley ends up going to the engineering and to talk to Data and uh, Jordy, who are Jordy. looking at the ship. And he just kind of <laughs> walks in. Doing and Jordy, their job. Doing their job. And he walks in. Jordy's like, hey, Wesley, what's up? He's like, nothing. Hey, I think something's wrong with Worf. <laughs> and Jordy's like, okay. I kind of don't care. I have a job to do. Like... <laughs> But Data's, like, hella into it. I love how, like, school, school like, schoolyard shit this this episode is with totally. them. It's, like, the the gang's back together trying to make their friends happy because they didn't get a birthday gift. Like, that's that's totally. what this episode is. I, I, I also like that Wesley is so, such a nerd that he, he went to the two people on the ship who are the worst at interpersonal stuff. <laughs> Literally a robot... Who's and the learning. guy who's like who's like a nice guy with hologram pr- girlfriends, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, so Data's super into it. Jordy's like, just leave him alone, just let him be. Like he just wants to be left alone. And Data's yeah. like, well, maybe we should do an experiment and like right. just watch him. Maybe we should stalk Worf, stalk him, and let and just see why he's Data, having an issue. Data is extra like. Not like sassy, but he's like extra like winky in this. Like yeah. it looks like he's always trying to push people's buttons where like what's his name comes up and then Jordy's like, go away. And then Data's like, hey, you know what? Let's do it. <laughs> Jordy's like, God damn it. Like, please don't. And then so Data it. and Jordy tell Wesley that he has to do it on his own. Like basically yeah. that scene ends with. Well, you found the problem, so you got to fix it. Mm-hmm. That's what I think Jordy says that to Wesley. Yeah. And then I, I don't know if it's a smash. I don't think it's a smash cut right to it, but we cut into the 10 forward where a bunch of different characters are. Oh, I love this scene and so much. We're basically seeing uh, O'Brien and Riker are having a drink together, and O'Brien's Dude. just basically like, oh, O'Brien's uh, being O'Brien. O'Brien, young O'Brien, right? I gotta say, man, (laughs) O'Brien is the grounding force in all of Next Generation. I know this is controversial, but like, whenever they go to O'Brien, O'Brien's hella chilling, drinking whiskey or something, and they're bouncing ideas off him, and he's like, I don't know, fucking just like be a be a chill dude, just like I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) I like like in TNG, O'Brien is like whatever the writers need yeah. to like chill out other characters and deep space nine it's like how how horrible can we make o'brien's life yeah. fast forward to the end of tng and now he's on next gen now, now he's on deep space nine and his life is terrible it's just like, the worst he has, all the time the best life on the just enterprise chilling with Riker, like Loving life, at a transporter room, a wife, doing nothing, doing nothing. Yeah, like, and then he gets promoted to Deep Space Nine, and he's stressed out all the time hole. and hates life. I love, it. I love. There's a line I think in this where uh, Jordy like asks O'Brien about like, yep. like what are you doing over there? And he's like, all my shit's good, man. It's hella easy doing the fucking <laughs> pressing the buttons. It's all. They don't uh, need to check o- my stuff. O'Brien comes in and he's just like. What's the problem? Like, why? Like, I wouldn't have an issue if they came down to the transporter room and, and looked at my stuff. And Jordy's like, "Yeah, but is there something wrong with the transporter?" He's like, "Nah, everything's fine. Everything's like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Just break things in, down into molecules, make those molecules reanimate somewhere else." So the reason why I love O'Brien so much, especially in this scene, is when Kyle Riker shows up and him and. Pulaski, Pulaski, right? That's that's her name. Pulaski, Pulaski, lock eyes, and then they meet up and have this weird interaction, and and she's like, "How about a kiss?" And then they, he like, kind of like manhandles her and like gives her this weird like peck, and then they like hug like old buds, and then it cuts back to O'Brien and Riker, and Riker's like, "They know each other," and O'Brien's like, "Yeah, I I know her, but I don't fucking kiss her. Like, what the fuck was that?" Yeah, it's like like I know Pulaski, but like we don't do that. Your dad fucked Pulaski. <laughs> yeah, Riker's like super like just not seeing it. Like that's what's going on. O'Brien's like, if that was anyone yeah, else like, other than his dad, Riker would have been like, "Yeah, they fucked." And then yeah, <laughs> in this situation, because it's his dad, he just can't see it. He's got the blinders on. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's like, is, am I going to have to change doctors? Is there a conflict of interest? <laughs> So like so right for so Kyle Riker and Pulaski sit down, and then but first uh, before that happens, can I just say the the cheers moment with Kyle Riker entering ten forward is pretty great. <laughs> it she is just awesome. enters ten forward, and you just hear all these voices from off screen. Hey, Kyle, Kyle Riker, oh, Kyle Riker, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks so much for the new tires you lent me. Thanks for also, selling that used shuttlecraft. <laughs> kind of what it sounds like. You oh, sneaky bastard. <laughs> I'll be damned. Kyle Riker. It's like, how did... There's a thousand people on the Enterprise, and most of them know Kyle Riker somehow. Yeah. But Ky, but William Riker has not seen his dad in 15 years. <laughs> it feels like Kyle Riker had to go out, like, really out of his way to not see his son. Right? <laughs> He's like, hey, uh, feel free to grab this shuttlecraft for free. I know you serve on the Enterprise. Do not tell my son that yeah. you know who I am. <laughs> if That would be great. But uh, I had this big surprise planned nine years from now. Yeah, then we cut over to uh, basically Jordy. I don't know if this is when this comes in, but I assume no, this is when this happens. It is because we, you can see them <laughs> run in like a bunch of little kids in one of the shots where Kyle right like I think him and Pulaski are doing the kids thing and you see Jordy and, and Data like Russian like children to like go look and, at Worf. And it cuts over to them and Jordy's just basically like we shouldn't be doing this. Wesley should be doing this because Wesley's not with them. And then yeah. Data's like, Yeah, but he had to study. And then Jordy's like, I can't believe you fell for that. It's very obvious that he didn't have to study. And Worf is looking out in the stars like he's like searching for staring at his face. He's being all broody. He's being broody. Broody. But publicly brooding. Yeah. So then, like, why did he? Because that's (laughs) he just wanted to yell at somebody. Also, this is I'm going to divulge for just one second. I really think we should open uh, a ten forward bar in LA with like the stars and everything. And I was thinking it'd be rad. The only problem would be the carpet. <laughs> Cause you just can't have carpet at a bar. You, you simply cannot have carpet in a bar. No, and it would be, it would be, a, could. It'd be a sick bar. You'd though. have to change it every week. You would literally yeah. have to, you would literally have to shampoo that carpet probably every other day, every other day. Well, maybe you just don't do carpet, but we do everything else. Cause it's a rad little bar and you get the, you get some like, Things that look like Honestly, stars. Yeah. It's pretty. Ten four to me is the ideal kind of bar for my personality type, which is like it's got a nice white noise in the background. Mm-hmm. There's no music. No music. You can have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody is quiet and respectful. The booze does not get you fucked up. We will just loop the. <laughs> Honestly, like. It sounds awesome. Maybe this is why whenever I go to loud bars, I'm like, I don't want to be here. Like, it's too loud. Absolutely. I can't hear anyone because my formative years were watching people talk in 10 forward. Just you know what we could do, though, for the carpet? I just realized we could get some linoleum and have it printed like carpet and then Ooh. just put that on the ground. That would be this, this awesome. Is, uh, yeah. Objectively an ugly bar. but I think it's rad. <laughs> Fuck you. There's that big wooden like thing in the back behind the bar that's got the lights on it, and all the tables so have lights shining up. It's cool. It's a cool bar. So would it be messed up? Like every the bar manager is always dressed like Guinan. That's what I was going to mm-hmm. say. Would you have a Guinan like... Character well, there's actor other to play Guinan. There's other bartenders, but like no, I know Guinan but... is your star bartender on Friday, Saturday nights. Your star tender. Your star tender. <laughs> your star tender. <laughs> Guys, right. this episode is so bad. Of course, Sorry. we have divulged. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's 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 like fast forward like, because there's not. Let's a lot. warp nine through I, this. Basically, basically the data is like. Uh, no, he just needs some help. And so Data walks up and just like, it seems like you need to socialize. And then Worf tells him to fuck off. Like, the the line classic, is, classic. it's really great. And I love it. He's just like, um, with all due respect, Commander, leave me alone. And he, be or gone, like, he yell, is what he yeah, says. Be gone. He yells at him, basically. <laughs> it's pretty rad. That's like, his like superior officer, too. Yeah. Yeah. He told his he superior officer to fuck off. Shit. Which is why he had to say, with all due respect, <laughs> Commander. Yeah. Um, back to the the William Riker uh, being blind to Pulaski uh, yeah. and his dad when he goes over and his dad's On like his hey out. join us yeah join us and he she's he's like yeah, you know my father and she's like 
Uh, yeah, it wasn't really a secret, but uh, I don't know. You Just never asked. Yeah, we fucked. <laughs> and he, he, the look on his face is like, I've been betrayed. Like, I've been betrayed by you, Pulaski. <laughs> And then he just goes, I'm ready for that meet whenever you are, and storms yeah, out of the it's awesome. tent forward. It's so great. <laughs> I couldn't tell you guys, like, really what happens, but they basically have 9,000 scenes together, yes. Kyle totally. and William. Yeah. And every single one of them is just, why are you a bad dad? Yeah. Because I had to be. <laughs> one of them ends with, and it, it's such a crazy line, but one of them ends with uh, Kyle Riker storming out, turning around and saying, uh, I showed up for 13 years, and if that's not enough, then I don't know what to do. And he just, or like, then it's your problem, basically. Yeah. And then just like, leaves. It's like a wild, <laughs> wild situation. It's like 13. Come on, Kyle. Come on. 13 years. Yeah, what the you, fuck? You, you made it to his bar mitzvah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. The general rule of thumb is 18, 17 yeah, and yeah. a pinch. But that also, that also <laughs> made me think within the writing, I don't know what was going on writing wise but uh before that Riker has a line of i've been on my own or later he's like i've been on my own since i was 15 yeah he does say that yeah and well cuz he cuz cuz Kyle was gone the first 2 years of his life yeah, i think he <laughs> He just wasn't around. And then when the mom called, Riker's mom calls, like, hey, he can, he remembers things now. Like, you should come back. So. He's starting to remember. Like, okay, I'll, you should I'll, probably I'll, get back. Maybe you should be his dad for a bit. And he's like, um, I can't do this. There's one scene, do- there's one scene with uh, Picard uh, and Riker, and I think it's near the end when they start to get into the fighting, but I think it's before that when he's trying to figure out whether he should do the thing. Oh, it's right before his dad comes in. And Picard comes in and says some weird shit where he's like, yo, uh, there's this guy in your ship that has uncanny <laughs> linguistic skills. <laughs> and Riker's like, what? And he's like, he speaks this? He, he's talking about it like they do weird sexual acts. Like, that's the way he's talking about it, where he's like, they speak this also. Can you believe that? He speaks Klingon. He speaks Romulan. He speaks Vulcan. He speaks. I think this is also big Latin, like booby trap. This is just showing how like nerdy Picard is. Like Picard's like this guy speaks fifty languages, and like isn't that amazing? He'd be such a like a great first officer to have. He's like trying to sell him on this ship, which is also funny because then there's a scene later on. Where he's like trying to explain, to, like Riker comes in and is like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know if I'm going to take this ship or not. Yeah. What do you think about it, Picard? And Picard goes like, all right, well, you want my opinion? Here's my opinion. Like, as the first officer on the Enterprise, everyone knows who you are. And you have a prestigious position. It's like, cheers. You're not the captain, but you are what everyone else wants, basically. Everybody or, knows your name. Yeah. But then he's like, but... <laughs> If you go be the captain on this you're ship, the captain. you're the captain. You'll have your own ship, and that ship will become a bunch yeah. of Rikers, basically, is what he said. And he was also, he said, he like, he was like, don't tell anyone else, but being the captain's fucking awesome. This yeah. is my, this is my <laughs> ship. Dude, he, he's like, there's a special spa. Yeah. You, you can, you can, you can cancel anybody's holodeck time. Anybody's you can just cancel it. You can just cancel. So all that weird shit you do in there, Riker, you could do it all the time. If you all wanna. the time. See, I, I thought when he was talking about that that guy who speaks all those languages that he was kind of making fun of Riker, uh, like, oh. like, like, oh yeah, like yeah, this He's ship is way totally smarter cool. than you. There's a guy on there who like can speak like 50 languages. <laughs> That'll be super useful on the off chance that you meet any life. <laughs> I love that reading of that where Picard's hello like. Just dismissive. He's like, yeah, he speaks 40 languages. What the fuck is that going to do for you? <laughs> Buddy, you're going to be in the Gamma Omicron. Set. There's nothing out there. It takes five months to get there. You really could read it that way. I don't I don't think that that's Picard's character, but it's hilarious no. to think about it No, that it's way. not. The it's only very reason- funny because in the beginning he does say, like, they might have found life, but they might not have. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the way he says an uncanny linguistic skill the way that he says it it's just so weird he doesn't say he speaks much languages uncanny linguistic skill and oh, then Riker's like what he speaks 50 languages really like 
And then he started. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the whole time, Riker's like, I, I, I can't really. I'm not allowed to act in this episode, so I'm just going to not say anything. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's, it's also funny to me that they didn't add the line in there of. Yeah, but we have universal translators, Picard. Why would I need a guy that speaks 50 <laughs> languages? He should have been like, it's, it's that like, dude's a cool. fucking like, idiot. Why did he Riker's learn all his languages? Riker's doing a jerk-off motion. <laughs> yeah, Riker should have responded with, what a fucking asshole. We, why did he learn all those languages? He could have done so much. <laughs> He could have spent his time on so much actually useful stuff, but, but he just knows languages that the translator does. But Will, it's time. uncanny, uncanny linguistic skill. <laughs> Meanwhile, all these meetings are happening. Yeah, and right. Wesley comes in and is like, "Guys, I figured out why Worf is so He's pissed off all bitch. the time." And Jordy's like, "Did you ask him? Did you talk to him? Like, you probably just should have talked to him." And then, and then Wesley's like, "No." I, I did Googled. a bunch of research, <laughs> and it spent me a long time. I read all of the customs of Klingons, and I found that there's this one secret custom that they do that's the Rite of Ascension, and it's his 10-year anniversary coming up. So that means Wesley also did research into Worf's personnel file to yeah. find out when he did or what age he it's was. It's fucking creepy as hell. Yeah, dude. it's you, you know how he did that? <laughs> he looked through his mom's computer logs. He looked at his... He, he totally did. Hip, it was a HIPAA violation. <laughs> so essentially, he convinces all of his friends to throw a surprise pain stick party for him in the holiday. <laughs> Which we'll get to. Which we'll get they, to. But but and that happens. Yes. Yeah. They have, what is the happens. resolution to the to to in our consideration the B story? Yeah. The Riker 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 yeah. v Riker Riker v Riker. Riker. Uh, they have a whole touching moment where basically they kind of like slightly understand each other and Riker realizes that like this is weird to me because they have this moment and it feels like Riker understands things and is like it, they're on their way to making up and then literally the next scene they have together they challenge each other to an ambo jitsu match because yeah. they're pissed off at each other well again. it's when Pulaski tells him uh your dad was on like a terrible accident and fought his way out and nobody survived and that's why yeah. he's so fucked up and Riker's like yeah he never told me this. And Plessy's yeah. like, yeah, no shit, dude. Of course Plessy's you're- <laughs> like, yeah, um, it, in the 24th century, there's no anger. And we have therapists on every <laughs> ship, but nobody actually works through their problems. Also, real quick about Pulaski, uh, in the scene, going way back to when they're in 10 forward talking to each other, Kim, uh, her and Riker, uh, Kyle Riker. We find out that Pulaski has been married three times and divorced three times and still really good friends <laughs> yeah. with all of her husbands. And then basically says like, Riker basically, like Kyle Riker basically says like, yeah, I'm kind of one of those guys, right? And Pulaski goes, no, we never got married. Like, that's just, we're not, and then you're not make that it, special yeah, to me. Like, <laughs> well, uh, Riker at one point is like, I don't know who the fuck would want to be with my dad. And Pulaski's like, I did multiple times. <laughs> I rode that stallion Several times. I just I love that Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Riker is is William Riker. They're the same person. They're totally yeah. the same guy. Well, that and that's the conclusion, <laughs> yeah. kind of yeah. like the emotional conclusion is them being like, "We're so much alike, aren't we?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you could never beat me at Ambo Jutsu. Yeah. Oh, we'll see about that. Yeah. They, so things really s- an yeah. Ambo Jutsu match. I want um, to note, guys, that the reason that we're doing this episode mm-hmm. is because I thought the Ambo Jitsu was in the holodeck. <laughs> we thought Ambo Jitsu was in the And we just got so lucky that there was holodeck content. <laughs> but but it is not in the holodeck. Which we didn't know. We found out when we watched it, when they're like, oh, they're, they're having an Ambo Jitsu match in the gym downstairs. No, yeah. And the, I was like, like fuck. fuck. The, best, the best part is Kyle Riker goes like, too bad you guys don't have an Ambo Jitsu gym. What a fucking so loser. That, so that we could fight this out. And then Riker basically one one up someone goes like, we do. It's on we the 14th do. deck in the gymnasium. Bring it, bitch. How big is that gymnasium? <laughs> and, and he should have been like, and even if we didn't, this is a galaxy class starship. So we've got 9,000 <laughs> holodecks. holodecks yeah. So we could just do it. There's, we could just do it. I would love it if they I'm were like, beat your ass. you don't have a, you don't have a, uh, like a, what, I can't even remember what it's called, Ambujitsu or Ambu whatever jitsu. the fuck. You don't have an Ambujitsu dojo. I would love it if that happened and they were like, yeah, well, I guess we can't fight. 
and and data shows up and is like, uh, we can simulate it on the holodeck, and they're like, oh, fuck no, damn, can't fight. No, we can't fight. It's no, not it's traditional. Just, it's not the same. But that also brings up the question, the like Dylan was saying earlier, why do they have a gym? They have holodecks. That would what save a whole point? area. Yeah, I thought about this of the fourteenth. Yeah. Like deck. Here's here's what I think, and this is again headcanon, and it's just that like you don't need to fucking repro recalibrate photons for just like lifting weights and skipping rope and doing ambush. That's true. Like it would take because every holodeck requires like a ton of power, as we know from booby trap. Yeah, and they don't want some loser going in there jumping rope. You know. Yeah, it's like, hey, can you just (laughs) can you not jump? I'm trying to get. I just need to jerk off for twenty (laughs) five minutes. I think it could also be like a backup plan. Like if the holodecks are down, people need to work out, right? Like they don't want sweaty dudes in the holodeck all the time because you know there's some, like some heavy weightlifters on on like Enterprise that are like they got <laughs> their routine and they don't want to be. There's yeah. so many CrossFit dudes. <laughs> there's so many CrossFit dudes on Enterprise D because they're just all annoying. Yeah, like perfect. Like it's all the security guys. Oh yeah, I wake up at five in the morning. Yeah, I, I do two hours of, of CrossFit. <laughs> then I do my my my, weight, my Jeffrey's my tube protein, run. My Jeffrey's tube run. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Anyways, they fight and, and yeah. it is incredible. It's the stupidest it is, thing. It is so. If you haven't watched, I highly recommend if you want to watch this episode, just skip ahead to the Ambo Jitsu match just so you know what we're it's talking rad. about. Yeah. But if you haven't watched it, what Ambo Jitsu is, is they have basically football pads on. No, no, and no, 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 no. They're motocross pads. Okay. Motocross pod- pads they're, on. They're future Japanese samurai pads. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. And <laughs> Ambo Jitsu is supposed to be the pinnacle of martial arts. And what it is, is you put a visor in front of your face so you can't see anything. And then you have an American gladiator style stick with a big foam tip on the end of it. On the back of it. On the back of it. And the front of it has a sensor that beeps whenever there's something in front of it. (laughs) I'm just going to spoil this if you haven't seen it. Ambo Jitsu does not look anything close to a martial art. It's it just so looks stupid. like American two gladiators. people. It looks like <laughs> they watched American Gladiators. They're like, oh, guys, let's do an American Gladiators episode. Everything about it looks like they're just getting lucky. Like, uh, I think, you know what? I think he's right behind me. <laughs> now, it would be one thing if they didn't have the sensor on the end of the stick to tell you where somebody was. <laughs> Well, they're not oh Jedi, God. okay? They're not Jedi or anything. <laughs> so basically, it's, yeah, what happens is is uh, a Daddy Riker whips little boy Riker. Yeah, um, they and, fight. And then they, they hug it out at the end. Like, bros. They fight. Well, but uh, Riker, uh, Riker beats him, f- like, first. And then sorry, Daddy yeah. Riker's like, oh, you, you've gotten better. And then Riker's like, yeah, I've been practicing, asshole. Like, we haven't done this in, like, years. Like, of course, I've gotten better. I'm and, not I'm not 15 years old know. anymore. <laughs> and then Daddy Riker pulls what looks like a pretty sweet move and beats Riker. And then Riker lifts up his helmet. I still don't really understand Guys. how Riker knows what's going on, but he lifts up his helmet, says some oh, Japanese shit. term, and then goes like, that's illegal. You're cheating. Guys, this episode is Hot Rod. This is the Hot Rod episode of TNG because in Hot Rod Andy Samberg is fighting his stepdad so that he can like be a man and he, his stepdad ends up cheating like it's the same thing but that story this has also a, been about been around for a long time right guys hot, it's as we all know Hot Rod is actually the Icarus Factor movie sorry yeah <laughs> don't forget which one came you're right, first you're right, you're right, that you're also right, you're right. that also reminds me of the line which I thought was a ridiculous line and shouldn't have been put in there uh, when uh, Deanna Troy's talking to Pulaski and they're talking about like the Klingon Rite of Ascension and how like <clears throat> barbaric it is in a sense, and then they're like, "Yeah, but humans haven't really gotten that crazy, like crazy oh, yeah, evolved there's either." There's that they're weird thing. Beat, like they're about to beat the shit out of each other, and then they have this whole conversation about how men never grow up and they're always basically boys, Children, and that's yeah. why women like men. Yeah, there's a very weird conversation what? where, like, they're always children. Well, as we know. <laughs> and that's why we like them. 
Yeah. Seventeen kajillion men re- write every single one of these episodes. Yeah, yeah. This is just another. There Only was one not a woman wrote in this there. episode. Yeah, nailed uh, it. Nailed as it. As we know. Uh, oh, okay. that reminds me too. There's a moment where Troy is talking to Riker. Riker's like, I don't know if I should leave the ship or not. What do you think? Like, trying to like feel her out like yeah. hey i know we haven't dated in a long time but i have been thinking you know about like, you maybe this about could be a thing you. and she's like yeah that would be terrible i love you is <laughs> like the vibe you get but she doesn't say it she's like obviously i am not over you at all i, I yeah. love and he's like too. cool cool and he's like writing down like okay so probably like a plus would be maybe stay I could here <laughs> Oh um, my god. This whole episode right, ends yeah. with this whole episode ends with Riker saying I'm not going to go and take yep. this. I'm going to stay as the first officer. Fuck yeah. And Picard asks why and Riker just says like I still have stuff to do here. Yeah, fuck off old man. I made my choice. <laughs> I got a bucket list. Yeah. It's also kind of awkward the way he says it too. He's like uh he walks onto the bridge and Picard's like what are you doing here and he's like I decided not to leave. And he's like Okay, and then he just sits down, and they're like, "All right, <laughs> they take us out." <laughs> Almost be like Picard would be like, "Uncanny linguistic skills, like uncanny." <laughs> Maybe Picard, Picard was saying like, "I want Picard the uncanny linguistic skill guy." Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, like, "Cool, I'm out." Honestly, yeah, <laughs> you can have it. I want it. I want to get um, some of those linguistic skills. All in all. This episode was really boring, and I boring. Uh, fell asleep terrible. on my first watch through of it. Um, I did not. I watched it twice. This through. was one of those episodes of TNG where I heard the soothing sound of the ship's hum and oh, fell asleep. It's the best. It's so the best. Uh, I watched that, it again. Didn't fall asleep that time, but but that holodeck action. <clears throat> holodeck yeah. action's great. Let's take a peek inside the holodeck. Look inside the uh, take a peek the records. And then we'll Starfleet Archives. Get into Starfleet it. Archives. Accessing Starfleet Archives. USS Enterprise D. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Okay, students. All right, students. Thank you. Thank you for signing up for Tom Space's Ambu Jitsu class. That was just our warm up. So uh, we're going to take a quick five to ten minute break, get some water, do some stretches. Uh, kids, make sure that you uh, lift your visors before you uh, you leave the mat because we know what happened to you last time, Jonathan. We know what happened last time. Hey, guys, can I talk to you for a second? Hey, what, hey. Yay, what's up? This is awesome uh, Good work so far, yeah, Tom. Yeah, you're really doing a great job. Thanks. What are you guys doing here? We signed up oh, to well, take the yeah. class? It's a kid's class. Oh, no. It does not say kids class anywhere on the data pad. What? <laughs> I could have swore I put kids class it's, on the data pad. Nope. It it says ages 0 to 200. I'm assuming you were including the ranges of children of many different species. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's mainly what I was trying. Guys, come on. What? We just it's, wanted to learn, you know, ambujitsu and... Support you and your support you in your endeavors. You know, you seem like you're really doing great. Yeah, you're here to just support, be a support system. No, I'm actually I'm here to whoop your ass. I've been trained. Man, let me tell you. You know, Kyle Riker, Commander Riker's dad is on board. We have yeah. been chumming it up. He is like the coolest guy, and we've been playing Ambujitsu like every day, and I am learning so much. And I'm gonna smoke you guys. I'm like an ambujitsu master now. Good thing I'm. He the... is quite knowledgeable. Yeah. Oh yeah. He is. Good thing I'm the teacher of this class, and I can put you up against whoever I want to. So you're not gonna be able to fight any of us. I mean, actually, Tom, I did. I was meaning to ask you about this. On the data pad, it said that there most classes would be taught by Commander William Riker. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, we all heard that, right? Everybody did. Hey, I, shut heard, up. I, hey, yeah, shut I heard. I heard Commander Riker. Per, you heard that per, too. Shut up. Per, shut yeah. up. Wait, I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm subbing in for Commander Riker. You know, as as the first officer of the Enterprise, he has a lot of duties. He did say he was going to teach this class to me. It might have been in a very offhanded way in ten forward, but he did say he was going to teach the class. Isn't so this... yes, I put it on the data pad. 
I'm subbing in today. I'm probably going to be subbing in next week. He's very busy. Isn't this the sixth training, though? Like, isn't this the sixth class? Yeah. So you've subbed in every time. He's teaching the class, okay? He's the the teacher. You know, in college and in Starfleet Academy, how there was, like, professors and then there was, like, TAs? And the TAs are the ones that taught the class most of the time. No. But the professor was the one that got his name on the class. Never That's happened. kind of this. That's, that would be like saying that Commander Riker is the commander, the captain of the Ares. Yeah, exactly. He's He is not. He he turned down the role. He turned yeah. it down. I'm not. This is different. No. Well, this, this is more like saying Riker's the commander of the Enterprise. He's not. He's He's number one. Picard is the commander of the Enterprise. But when Picard's not on the deck, on 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 the, in the helm, in the the, then he is the commander of the Enterprise. When Picard's off, yeah, yeah. But I do not understand why you call the Tom Spaces Ambo Jitsu Academy. Here's the deal: when the, the whole school is Tom Spaces Ambo Jitsu Academy, but the class itself is is Riker's class. So we are going to start offering more levels and more classes, but we had to start with just one. Um, um, okay. You hey, you should let me teach a class, cause me and Kyle, man, let me tell you, I can whip some ass in this Ambujutsu. Yes, Lopek, why do you look so sore? You've been literally groaning every single move we've been making in this class. Oh yes, I apologize for how loud my groans have been. Recently, I have started using the Rite of Ascension Klingon holodeck program. Uh, it is at first. Extremely excruciatingly painful. Yeah, some guys However, head blew up from it. Yeah, the pain. Point. Yes, you getting pain sticked. Oh yes, thoroughly pain sticked. And I have also removed the safety settings in the holodeck program. That's like your head's dangerous. gonna blow up. Yeah, your head's gonna in- explode. My, my head is my head is aching. However, the rest of my body the next day feels like I am fifty years old again. Wow. Maybe I should give that a try. I, it's a little scary though, but my back has been acting up with all these lessons with, with my with Kyle. You know, or you're a human being. Remember that. Lopek yeah. is Lopek is a Vulcan. He is three times stronger than we are. Well, maybe just a little well, zap, a little pain stick, not like a big one. Just a little. That is the other reason I chose to pain stick myself the day before doing this class. I did want to handicap myself slightly. So yeah, that I would you're not. fighting a bunch of kids, Lopek, because it's a children's class. I did enjoy the exercise where you had seven of them fight me. That was awesome. It was a, it was a welcome challenge. Did you, you guys get your twenty gold press latinum to get no. in here? Oh, we're friends, no, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah. This is like I used I used the discount code. <clears throat> yeah. Fuck, I shouldn't have put that discount code on the data pad. Yeah. It was a, it was. A, that means every single kid in the class probably used that discount code. And now yeah. I'm not making any... That's why I didn't make any money back on this. I thought you were doing this out of goodwill. I thought this was just, like, uh, to give back. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, ever this, since... No, this is another scam, isn't it? My, it's like... It's, this no, is a it's fucking, not a scam. This is another scam. It's not a scam, but you have to be able to cover costs of renting out the gym. All right. Of all the Ambo Jitsu equipment. I'm going to go no. Riker to, to teach d- the class. This is a scam. I'm going to go I'm going to go learn from Kyle, who's an actual Ambo Jitsu master, and you guys have fun with children. Oh. <clears throat> Tom, I I could actually bef- I need you to act as a witness uh, as I sign this statement that I'm not accepting the position as captain of the USS Ares. Wait, Lopek, you got you got asked to be captain of the Ares and you're not going to take it? Correct. I, that was an easy decision. I, the Gamma Omicron sector, who wants to be there? No. They've asked nearly half the crew. I'm sure they asked Pert. Pert, did they not ask you? They definitely asked me. Peace. The fuck? They didn't ask me? I'm a very you obvious just... candidate for the... Lopek, you make no sense to me. Could you just sign here, please? Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. class. I'm ready to fight more children. <laughs> All right, class. Visor's down. Let's go. All right, holodeck content. This one's going to be pretty quick. but mighty. <laughs> so Wesley has yeah. programmed this holodeck program of the Rite of Ascension. Mm-hmm. And 
It is clearly it, like he took all the Google image search images and just filled it out. Yeah. This right of ascension is basically a, a, a haze. It's hazing. Yeah. It's, it's basically a hazing. hazing. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, there's like five, there's like 10 dudes lined up on either side, and Worf walks through and they, they poke them with pain sticks. Where Which at one are point, prods. they're like yeah. high powered cattle prods. Yeah. And at one point, Jordy's like, doesn't that shit like fucking make people's head explode and stuff? Like, isn't, isn't this shit dangerous? And they're like, yeah, no, he'll be fine though. They do this all the time. Yeah, it's a Klingon thing. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. Also, um, why is Polanski there? Polanski. Well, it's, it's she's all, a part well, of the family. Yeah. She is. She's a part of the crew. They're basically just saying like, get all the main characters of the crew in here. Who the fuck's Picard? And all right, all right. Picard well, has Picard's to... reading about linguistics. <laughs> yeah, Picard, <laughs> Picard has to do a, a, a captain a starship. Sorry, um, sorry, yeah. You're right. But You're right. This looks like. Uh, the writers, like the whole, the whole uh, ceremony, looks like the writer uh, was like, "All right, here we go. What is this ceremony going to be?" I remember in soccer when it was somebody's <gasps> birthday. Oh yeah, and, uh, everyone would line up, and that person had to run through on their hands and knees, and everyone Smack would slap their the ass butt. as hard <laughs> as they possibly can. So let's do that. But then let's add cattle prods in there because that would be funny. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Guys, I, I got to say, That's like, it. I know that it's supposed to be really, really painful and stuff. But just looking at the pain sticks, it kind of looks like an Icy Hot commercial. <laughs> like, it, it looks kind of kind of nice. <laughs> like, it pokes you, your chest gets a little warm, and you're like, oh, ooh, it burns. But, like, hmm. <laughs> Mm. Mm. It just has like a very soothing mm. tone, like look to me because of also, the 80s graphics. I also love that when Worf walks in and he sees everyone, he kind of like, like white girl surprise party single tears where he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh my you God, you did it. Yeah. Like his form of that is like, I, this is awesome. Thank you guys so much. And he's just like, <laughs> I've been dropping hints. Going to do this. And then he goes through the whole thing, and while it's happening, he's very much, like, stops at two two of the people, says something in Klingon, yells yeah. out, like, blood of my enemies. They shock him. He goes through a lot of pain, steps forward, does the other next two, the next two after that. Yeah. And everyone, while it's happening, is just like, oh, God, that's terrible. I, so I kind of don't horrible. want to watch this. Specifically O'Brien's face. Yeah. O'Brien's face is like... Oh, what oh. the fuck? Oh. <laughs> and then <laughs> who is it that explains? Some, someone I think asks, it's, like, it's, what's it's going definitely on. Uh, the kid. And I, I can, no, I think it might have been name. Data explains, oh, okay. or somebody explains, like, yeah, he basically says his fears out loud while experiencing excruciating pain. This is like okay. the airing of grievances. This is like Festivus <laughs> on, yeah. like, crack. So he gets <laughs> he gets through this whole thing falls to the ground looks like he's there's two things he looks like he looks like he's gone through immense pain but he also looks like he's just post coitus like he just had an orgasm <laughs> oh, just totally. like, oh god thank you thank you and then he kind of like looks up at them he's like thank you guys thank you thank you thank you so much i fucking needed that yeah i needed that he like pulls out a klingon cigarette just lights it up <laughs> Has a cup oh of Pacticino. Like, also, it has been 10 years since I had to write it down. I gotta be honest, the I'm looking at it right now, and the last pain stick gets him right in the nips. Like, they get <laughs> right in the nipples. And there's this shot of him where he's like holding it, he's just like, <laughs> it's awesome. Kling, Klingon Warrior takes 10 pain sticks. <laughs> Is the Pornhub title of this right of ascension? Oh no! Um, I do want to say though, I think Michael Dorn does a great job. Uh, yes, Michael Dorn is always fucking great, man. Yeah. Yeah. he's just uh, the, the so best. I, yeah, I want. Yeah, and that's a good thing to bring up. Darius is like ninety nine percent of the time, I the actors are fucking crushing it. Yeah, yeah. and all the all the weird shit is just because it's like the eighties or the writing is weird, like. In fact, Dorn is so good because he like commits to this a million percent. <laughs> yeah, and he does. As, and as like 
shitty as a character, I feel like they ended up making Pulaski. The actress that plays Pulaski does a great job oh, with yeah. the role. No, she's like, good, yeah. Diana Waldor. Yeah, it's yeah. just the way she's written. Yeah, it's yeah. unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> wow, I guess that's it. Like, <laughs> that's, the, that's the holodeck. That's the holodeck. <laughs> that's it. And we lucked out that this was even in the holodeck. I know. I, I was love- so embarrassed and like mad at first. I was like, shit, shit, there's actually no holiday content. <laughs> I oh, love man. I love all of them standing there looking at Worf on the ground, <laughs> him laying down after the pain sticks, him just like dead. And there's this shot of them just like looking at him like is he done? Hey, so it's like, <laughs> do we it's gonna make a great Are there snacks? You're telling me. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It looks like a bunch of kids who like went to a birthday party and like the clown didn't show up and there the mom's like trying to get snacks. Like, is there snacks? Are we gonna have snacks? It's like we Yeah, the like the, the, the music, the, the boom box isn't working. This, this is the party like... too that the dad just didn't show up for because he's working late. And yeah. Like, yeah. Or stumbled like, in drunk you and is on the ground to now bring, and all the kids. You were like, supposed to bring a cake. I'm trying to have our child's birthday party. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's his right of ascension. Uh, All his best friends are here: the robot, the child, the the old lady doctor <laughs> who fucks. <laughs> I love that that she fucks though. Like, I, I love, love that she's too. Awesome. To be clear, yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I fuck. Oh, totally. And, and she, yeah, William like, Riker's father it. specifically. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's rank this baby. Let's get it yeah, out of my head. All right, <laughs> dialogue. Let's let's do Thank our you. let's do our patented uh, D R A S C A or C A. There's, there's like Drasks. no dialogue in the Hollow Suite. There's like there's five lines. Little. There's very little. <laughs> Goose egg for uh, me, my guys. <laughs> yeah, I might have to give it a zero too. I'm gonna give uh, it a zero. I'm only gonna. I'm just gonna give it a no. point five. <laughs> And and here's why I'm gonna give it a point five is because of of uh, Worf's line at the end. Thank you, thank you. That's great. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm actually yes, that's good. And also the roaring, the yelling, which I know is technically not dialogue, that's, but like I dig that. Somebody had to write give it that. A one. Someone had to write that uh, that Klingon, Klingon stuff. Stuff. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, romance besides the post coital <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There's no romance. Like, it's a zero. zero. It's a zero. Big old goose egg. Hell yeah. Okay. Action. It's so pretty fucking intense. <laughs> those, all that nipple action. Those, yeah, nipple pain sticks, man. I'm going to give this a, a two. I'm going to give, give a it a three. Oh, really? I was going to give it I was gonna give it a four, and now I feel like I'm give going too high. Give it no, a four. No, give it a thing, four, man. <laughs> Everything else is getting goose eggs, so. D- Dylan's happy because it's like, there's no way this is going to overtake Take Me Out to the Hollow Suite. <laughs> Okay, yes. suspense. Zero. No, no. The only suspense, suspense for me, and it ties into stakes, and it's very low, so I'm not giving it high one, is they said someone's head exploded, and I know <laughs> it wasn't. We and I know it wasn't a Klingon's head who exploded, and Klingons <laughs> do this all the time, so we don't expect his head to explode. But what if his head exploded, guys? <laughs> that would have been a wild, wild take. Just like, it's like fuck. Oh. Lieutenant Riker is fucking dead. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I, I think if this were Discovery, what they would have done is instead of tell that story, it would have gone they back would have had time. like a person do it first, another Klingon do it first, totally. and his head explode. Mm-hmm. And then they'd be like, oh, shit. And then Worf would get through it, and his head wouldn't explode. Like, okay, he made it. Yeah. While there's a clock going, yeah. like while yeah. like they have to do yeah. it before something happens. Totally. Yeah. Or else the universe <laughs> yeah, will explode. So yeah. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna suspense I'm gonna give it a zero stakes I have a different number for. Okay, well, what about stakes then? Did everyone else give it a zero for suspense? Yeah, yeah, yeah I gave it a zero. zero. Uh, stakes was a point five because of that head exploding <laughs> shit. <laughs> what if what if it and here's the other thing zero? is if it killed Worf, did they turn off the safe? If they killed Worf. <laughs> No, Wesley, Wesley effectively just killed there, Worf. Just like <laughs> with blood all over themselves. Shit. Yeah. Oh, and shit. Data's like, well, uh. Uh oh. Captain Picard, uh, Data to Picard, and they're like, fuck no. They like grab him. <laughs> and we Wes, Wesley. You're a doctor, right? <laughs> Wesley's the one who's like, all right, what are we going to do with the body? And they're like, whoa, Wesley, what the fuck? 
<laughs> I did a lot of research on this. We can Wes shoot him like, out of the bay. Wes is like, I, I actually, guys, I actually planned for his head to explode. I, I he is mean to me all I the time. Hate <laughs> it's premeditated he called murder. Me racist when the squid, the gross racist, the gross terrorist squid aliens came. He's been plotting this for oh weeks. Okay, I'm gonna bring it up and. There's really no stakes there, but what are the stakes if they, if this ceremony doesn't go well for, or if it's just a dick for like a week, he just, just gets be transferred an again. He's yeah, just he's an just asshole for a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he would have been fine. I'll get a point five. Do I'll throw it? I'll throw it a point five. Goose egg. <laughs> All right, guys, camp. Ooh. Um, the uh, Michael Dorn adds yeah. some some. Beautiful camp to this, yeah. And yeah. the nipple shots, man. <laughs> the nipple shots, the icy hot, the icy graphics. hot. Yeah, I'm gonna give um, this a one. I think this has got some little little bit of good camp in it. Whoa, I was gonna give it a five. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving. It's like Damn. it is dense. It is densely campy for me. I think I'm gonna give it a four. Damn, we're we're all this is the most all over place we've ever been because the look on the look on Michael Doran's face. After the ceremony, like, give me a cigarette. That That's was fair. amazing. That was awesome. Fucking loved that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I'm still going with the oh, one. Oh, man. Ambo Jitsu. Ambo Jitsu. Well, okay, computer, what, what's the final score? Calculating. 1.19. Yep. It's almost higher than Which I thought it'd it would be. Which puts it firmly at number 12. It probably Eight. shouldn't have broke one but yeah i was a little generous with i things. thought this was gonna be the episode that was just like zero but i don't think any are there is there ever oh, gonna be zeros there will be well, a zero I, when, when it was when in my head it was just the ambo jitsu match i was like this episode is gonna get a negative score but it turns out that there was actually a pretty dope campy klingon right of ascension scene in it and the ambo jitsu did not count um before we go, uh, I want to read our the acronym that we have for our rating system. Draskus. 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 100% sounds like a Star Trek villain name, yeah. right? His name is Draskus. Yeah, the Draskus rating system. D-R-A-S-C-S. The Draskus system is perfect? The Draskus system. That's what we will refer to so it from I, now on. I think I know the answer to this for all of us, but would you recommend this episode for somebody to watch? Fuck yeah! Absolutely, surely based on the holodeck. I would, I would recommend nobody to watch this episode. I would recommend to not watch this episode under any circumstance. It is bad. I would it's recommend straight up not good. I would recommend watching this episode on one condition and one condition only, and is that is if you want to take a sweet day nap on your couch. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That, this honestly, that's yeah. On. This is a good one to nap for. Uh, what are we going to do next week? I kind of want to do the Tuvok Bangs one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Tuvok's Ponfar. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head was Tuvok got bangs. With bangs. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tuvok, did, did you get bangs? Did you get bangs? <laughs> yes. So our next episode is going to be uh, a Voyager episode. It's Body and Soul, Season 7, Episode 7. And the basically our pitch for this is Tuvok goes through Ponfar and they have to basically create a situation for Tuvok to have sex in the uh, Hollow yeah. Suite. What is that in layman's terms, Jan? Tuvok bangs. Uh, all right tune in next Vulcan week stuck in delta quadrant bangs <laughs> holodeck program hey guys so uh after we recorded the episode we realized that uh lower decks is coming out this week and they might have holodeck content so oh. Instead of doing Body and Soul, we might end up doing the first episode of Lower Decks. Yeah, I mean, I'm, if if there's if there's holiday content, we're definitely gonna. That's gonna be the next episode. It's gotta so be. We're still we're still gonna do Body and Soul, no matter what. But 
yeah, I'm super pumped about Lower Decks. So yeah, Jeez. so like we have Body and Soul recorded. Like it's gonna happen. It's but done. Just, it's, in, it's in a can. It's in the. can. I'm gonna make a bold like, prediction. The first scene of yeah. Lower Decks is gonna be on the holodeck. It has Ooh, to be. It has I'll to be. I'll take that bet, Pert. Yeah, I'll take you that take bet. That bet? <laughs> I like that. That's good. I'll put ten bucks on it. All I'll right, put ten bucks right. that, that there won't. It won't be the first scene. Yeah, mm, I don't know. It's uh, a great way to open. I think it is going to be the first scene. I definitely think it's going to be the first scene. Um, so just keep an eye on that. We might be releasing yeah. a Lower Decks episode uh, instead. And that episode, I did a little scouting. It's called Second Contact. Second so. Contact. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, Sweet. we just wanted to cool. jump in and say that after yeah. the fact. Cool. Okay. Oh, guys. Okay. Thank oh. you so much for listening. Uh, yeah. Please subscribe to Trek to the Holodeck if you enjoyed this. Also subscribe to Trek to the Holodeck if you didn't enjoy it. Um, <laughs> we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anything else. Just let your phone download it in the background. Yeah. That helps us out. Yeah. yeah give us a also, review. And, uh, yeah, give and us a review. Give a us rating. a rating. Yeah. It's rad. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, what, give us five quick, out of five tracks, quick, please. Uh, somebody reviewed uh, Trek to the Holodeck on Apple Podcasts, but their review was for Dylan's other podcast, Frames and Fools. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, one of one of my one of our dad's friends <laughs> went to review uh, Frames and Fools and wrote a review about Fruitvale Station under our. <laughs> under Wait, how much? How much of Fruitvale Station is on the holodeck? Um, hmm. <laughs> there might be one great, scene. <clears throat> it was a great review, and I really kind good of, review. Like, <laughs> I'm kind of sad that it didn't get put onto the right. Uh, Apple Podcast page, so we That's should cool. let him know so that he can. We might get some movie people in here. Yeah, uh, Trek to the Holodeck <laughs> is on Instagram. We are on Twitter, so mm-hmm. check us out. And check we do have out. a Discord. Um, join oh, yeah. our Discord. Oh, yeah. Join That's our Discord. A, yeah, you can join it by going to our Anchor.fm website. Um, it's, uh, I believe, it's Trek to the Holodeck at Anchor FM. I don't find it there, but the links there. And then <clears throat> if you catch this. At some point, we might have the link in our Instagram, but Instagram's dumb and only lets you have one link at a time. Intro and outro music is by Bodyline. This is awesome, like uh, city pop, retro wave band that are available on Bandcamp and uh, Midwest Collective let us use the intro. So thank you. Yeah, and Jan went in and put in all the uh, like sound effects and uh, lines. Just stole a bunch of shit from Viacom CBS and put it in there. (laughs) Which also reminds me, Trek to the Holodeck is a fan podcast celebrating Star Trek. It has no affiliation with Viacom, CBS, or any other Star Trek rights holders. Although we will have any Star Trek rights holders on the show if they want to be. Guests. Yeah, we yeah, would love to have roast you. the shit out of you. But leave us alone, Viacom, CBS. Leave us yeah. alone. Leave us the fuck alone. I I love the idea that this 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 podcast is constantly being hounded by like a lawyer. <laughs> We're constantly We're getting cease fair, and desist letters. To be fair, we've only had literally one Instagram post get taken down for copyright infringement, and that's our only beef with Viacom CBS. Yeah. No, our and then we did a slight. We all. just slightly adjusted it, and then they're like, "Yeah, that's fine." No, uh, guys, I didn't tell you this, but there's been a guy who's been coming to my door every single day. He's a lawyer with a briefcase, and he personally serves me a cease and desist letter and doesn't say anything and just says, you've been served. And then I, it's weird. I've got like a hundred of these letters every day. So leave us alone, Viacom. Yeah. Yeah, leave Dylan alone. All right, guys, yeah. have a good one. Terminate yeah. program. Beep, 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 beep. Spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 